The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you as a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, I have brought the vase back for those of you who were here um, Last Thursday, I was talking about uh, St. Teresa of Lisieux, and she talked about the little sacrifices that she made were little flowers, and so she was collecting a bouquet of these sacrifices and things that she did, the smallest little things. And uh, I was reminded of that because, again, in our gospel, uh, Jesus is talking about these sacrifices, these things that we do uh, these deeds that we see and do. Um, and so, you know, being in a, uh, a city and county of overachievers where uh, we see the prize and we go grab as much as we can, um, maybe I should have bought a couple of vases here to, for all of us that you know, want to fill those up with quantity. Of course, we know that quantity is not what the Lord is looking for. There's something deeper. Um, of course, I'm reminded of my own childhood. I was at my aunt's house, and there were a number of us, and apparently we were bored and getting on their, you know, bad side, and so they thought it would be interesting to incent us with money to go out and pull weeds. Well, you can imagine what we came back with was 
uh, a lot of grass as well as weeds, because it was just about the quantity, it was about the money. It was really the focus was on the money, not the quality of pulling the weeds. Uh, we never heard that uh, piece of, you know, the puzzle in trying to get paid. Um, but there's real wisdom in what St. Teresa of Lisieux said, um, and I'm going to read part of it again. The first part is, love proves itself by deeds. Now, as Catholics, we get this, well, we can earn our way to heaven by doing deeds. We, and it seems like in the reading, we could see that. The more deeds we do, obviously, the better. It's about the deeds. He said, yeah, do the deeds. But these words by Teresa of Lisieux, love proves itself by deeds. I really was thinking about the word prove. What does prove mean? This is the definition I want to go with. It means to validate the presence of something by evidence. Validate the presence of something by evidence. The presence of something in this statement is love. The presence of love. That's, that's what we're looking for. And really to jump forward, that's what Jesus is looking for. It's not about the deeds, not that you did this. It's about the love. The evidence is the deeds. The evidence of the love is the deeds. And I think this is the way we unpack this mystery of the deeds, how important the deeds are. So if we think about God is love, we know that to be true. We read that God is love. And really, God his presence is everywhere. We look for God in ourself, obviously, but we think about creation. We think about God in the people in front of us in every circumstance, in every trial, his presence with us. In every uh, sunset or ocean experience or anything that brings us that feeling of awe. We realize that God is present all the time. We just don't take the time to notice. But God is all around us. His presence is always there. It's our attention span that is the problem. So when we have that awe and we realize that God is present all the time. We have to give him thanks for everything that he's done. Now we have gratitude. This is the response. With all that God has done, it's really about our response. How do we respond to such a magnificent day, minute, second, every moment that God is present and working What's well, in gratitude? And gratitude causes us to want to participate and give back to God. And it's in this participation, in this response, that perfect love happens. Now, 
I'm not just making this up. We can go to Scripture if we read in 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. That's, that's what he is. He's love. In this way, the love of God was revealed to this. So, so how do we know this? God sent his only son into the world so that we might have life through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us first and sent his son as expiation for our sins. Now, this is, this is the part we're really looking for. Beloved, if God so loved us, we must love one another. This is the response. Not just that our sins are forgiven, that he is present with us. The sins forgiven allow him to be present with us. No one has ever seen God, yet if we love one another, God remains in us and his love is brought to perfection in us. Here's the secret sauce. Here's the recipe. Our gratitude in response to God's presence, our sacrifice and our giving, God mixes those up and perfects it. So what this gospel is telling us, it's not about the deeds. The deeds were part of that mixing up. He's looking for perfected love. And perfected love happens in these deeds. It's the work that has to happen. You could say it's the oven or the blender or whatever it is. But we take all those qualities and God perfects it in us And that's what the king is looking for when he separates the sheep and the goats. That's the righteousness. That's perfected love that happens in us with God doing the the real work. We just have to realize his presence and respond with gratitude. Participate. Be so appreciative of what God has done for us. He perfects that love, and that's what we're looking for. That's what he's looking for at the end times. That's that's being a sheep instead of a goat. So let's remember that these deeds are not about filling up the vase. We will fill it up because he's present all the time. How could we not respond with so many cut flowers in appreciation? But it really is the perfected love that he is brewing in us, instilling in us, that he's really looking for. Let's stand and offer our petitions.